This is Raising the Game. And on this week's podcast, the first ever, I might add, we're talking football boots. I know what the professional football players have and I know what young players want, but what they want doesn't always come within a parent's budget. You're preaching to the converted there. We'll have more of that in a little bit. First of all, I suppose I better introduce myself. I'm Melanie Grant. I am so super excited to say you're listening to Raising the Game, the podcast for mums cultivating, nurturing and raising young footballers. Lord knows how much money I've spent. One of my boys is so obsessed, I swear he's using tools to stretch his feet overnight. Or have you got one of those kids who likes collecting boots as a hobby? Anyway, we know boots aren't cheap and you don't want to get sucked into buying the ones that are pretty useless. So I thought I'd get some tips. I first saw today's guest, Dan Edwards, on YouTube. Now, Dan is a football coach and he made some fantastic video guides on buying football boots, which you'll hear a little bit more about later. Dan has over 20 years coaching experience and he's worked with some top Premier League players. So he knows about his football boots. So even if you've bought your kids' boots already this season, trust me, you'll want to hear this advice for the next time you hear, my boots are tight. I suppose the first thing is, tell us a bit about yourself, Dan, and and what you've been doing. Um, So my job now is I work with professional football players during the season and during the off-season to get them ready for when they start pre-season. It varies from grassroots right up until Premier League players. And can you tell us who you're working with at the moment or who you've worked with in the past? Um, It varies from sort of David Luiz, Daniel James, Lukaku, Van Dijk top end it's not just sort of the elite players that i work with it might be some of the players that are under 23s under 18s but then grassroots players as well that sort of want that extra one-on-one coaching so do you have a thing about boots then dan because i've seen quite a few videos with you what boots do you wear nike mercurial vapor light and loud boots that's what i like i've been in professional football for sort of 18 years so i've seen it at the high end Whereas now, as a parent, it's, yeah, there's now got to be a budget on football boots because I know how quickly players go through football boots every season. So I know what the professional football players have and I know what young players want, but what they want doesn't always come within a parent's budget. You're preaching to the converted there. Um, Can you kind of explain just... In, in really basic terms, the different types of boots, because there are so many boots. When you first like get into it and, and your, your son or your daughter says, oh, I want to play football, and you realise it's not just as simple as one pair of boots. What, can you just explain the different types of boots there are out there? Yeah, so there's a load of different boots depending on the surface that you play on. There's soft ground, um, which for soft ground on grass when it's been muddy, wet, rainy. There's firm ground. If you was going to select one pair of boots, it would always be firm ground because you can wear them on grass when it's been raining, wear them on grass when it's tough. You can 
wear it on 4G, 3G pitches, um, and they're just the all-rounder, so firm ground boots. You have artificial ground, which is 3G, 4G. You have multi-ground, which is similar to like a Mooga pitch, um, soft rubber pitch. You have an AstroTurf, which is for pitches with AstroTurf, but you can also wear them indoors and you can wear them on 4G pitches. And then you have indoor boots, which are for fiber-side indoors or futsal. But it's very complicated, but the only two that you really need if you're training outdoors and playing outdoors is an FG, which is a firm ground, and you can use them on grass and you can use them on AstroTurf, but soft ground as well. So when it, we do get to the winter months and the pitches are waterlogged, very muddy, with the firm grounds, you will slip a lot. Whereas if you have a soft ground, they're perfect for the winter months. So for sort of nine months of the year 10 months of the year firm grounds are fine for them two months where it's them weekend mornings where it's been raining and it's not a great pitch i'd always recommend a soft ground talking about budgets what kind of realistic price are you looking at if they're obviously over a size six you're then looking at the adult price and what you will find is yes over a size six is an adult size and under a six, you get the junior prices. And what you will find, say for example, the latest boots out at the moment are the Adidas Predator Edge, and they will have the Pro Type, which is the expensive, and then they'll have an Academy level and a, they'll have like an Elite and an Academy level. And they're sort of the three different categories where you'll get the cheaper brand and then you'll get the more expensive type and then the Pro Type, which is the most expensive. Um, but what I would recommend, and I worked with this company, uh, footy.com, F-O-O-T-Y.com. And all footy.com is, is just the price comparison website for football boots, trainers and equipment. And it literally just, that's what saves me money because whenever I'm looking for a pair of boots and I'll think, right, let me look on Sports Direct or eBay or somewhere like that. When I go on footy.com, I type the pair of boots that I want and it literally lists every single website that sells them and it gives you the post and packaging, the price if it's on sale. And yet I'm always surprised as to where the cheaper pair of boots are. Mm. So it's definitely, and, and it gives you a budget as well. When you go on their website, it will give you boots for under £40, under £60, under £100. And you can obviously get the most expensive pair of boots. But again, it just lets you know where the cheapest boots are. And it might only save you four or five pounds. But again, if you're buying that three, four times a year and over a longer period of time, it's just as a parent, you want to save as much money as you can. Usually what I do is I... Um give my son the iPad and I've already filtered the price, colours, I've filtered everything down and I say, here you go, son, pick what you want. <laughs> there we go. So it's a win-win. It's a it win-win. Honestly, the one bit of advice I would give for football boots is whenever it's Black Friday, I buy my football boots for about a year or a year and a half in advance. So my son is a size three. And on Black Friday, where the boots are like 50, 60, 70% off, I'll buy him a size three, a three and a half and a four. So I know for the next year, year and a bit, depending on how his feet grow, I'm getting the cheap boots and he's sorted. I'm loving that. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. use that one myself. Sales, whenever they're on sale. I know what you mean. So um, can you get away with buying like secondhand boots, do you think? 
Yeah, it's tricky because everyone's got different shaped feet. So some players' feet are narrow, some are wide. And if you're a size six and you get a secondhand size six, it would have been molded and shaped already around someone's foot the more they would have worn them. The more you wear it, the more it will shape around your foot. So although you may be a size six, if you get someone's size six, they may have a wider foot than you. Um, or they may have a certain shape that just makes it a bit loose for you. And as long as the quality is still good and there's sort of no rips or no breaks around the inner sole, there's not really an issue. Boots are built for quality and are built to last. So um, just in terms of the fit of a boot, um, is there a, a kind of rule of thumb? Should you buy snug? Should you buy, you know, you were talking about how you buy your son uh, three sets of boots in half yeah. size increments. So is it is it best to buy snug or is it better to buy with some room? You don't really want there to be a lot of room. So my son is a three, three and a half. I won't buy him a pair of boots that is a whole size bigger just because they will notice the difference they'll slide a bit more and it just causes a bit more friction when they're playing, the amount of movement that their feet do. And that's where you'll get sort of blisters, hard skin. They'll feel it sort of around the heel, around the Achilles when there's a lot of movement because the boot is just a little bit too big. So you want it to be fitted. You don't want it to be too tight because then they'll get blisters, corns. They'll feel it a lot more. It's a trial and error process, but you don't, I've tried it before when I was playing the youth team players that I work with that go a size up because they put on two pairs of socks underneath their boots. And again, it just allows for more friction as the boot is moving and your foot is moving and the amount of movement that happens during a game it's just about finding your size and the problem is with all these different boots and all these different brands before it used to be nike would be a certain size puma adidas new balance whereas now nike for instance may have mercurial vapors legends tiempos and there may be a slight change in size with their actual same boot so it's very yeah, you need to sometimes find what boot you like, stick with it, because that's the size you're going to be. If you think I'm an eight in a Nike Tiempo, you might be an eight and a half in a Mercurial Vapor just because the Vapors are a lot more narrow. So if you have a wide foot, it's going to be a lot more of a tighter fit. Yeah, I was about to move on to wide feet just because I know some people struggle to find the right boots. And often... You, you only find out that they don't fit or they're not a good fit when you've bought them and invested. Yeah. Are there certain brands or certain models and types of boots that are good for wide feet, would you say? Yeah, there's, there's a few boots where they do stretch with your foot. And what you will find is you'll go into a sports shop, try on a pair of boots and it will be fine. But then when you play with them, then, it's, then you're not happy with it. So it's because it's a lot more fitted. There's a few boots um, in terms of sort that cater for players specifically with a wide foot. So Puma Future Z, the Adidas Copa Mondial, the Nike Phantom, Puma Ultra. They're sort of the top four pairs of boots that work for players specifically with wide feet. And that's why I've done the videos on footy.com's website because 
you go on their YouTube page and it just helps for parents. I've been lucky where I've been involved in football for so long, so I know what's good and what's not. However, sort of when my son was at a grassroots team and now that he's at an academy team, parents are none the wiser and they only go with what their child tells them or what the other children are doing. So if there was a way that they could sort of just get educated a bit more and it's just the littlest thing of just saving money or if you've got a wide foot or the different type of surface that you're child's playing on um so i definitely recommend to watch them videos is it true there are different boots for different positions um it's not position specific a lot of the players that are in the spine of the teams to sort of right in the middle the center backs and center midfielders they don't need light fancy football boots or they don't need anything that's going to help them with their acceleration or pace they want it for sort of control and stability because of their positions but what you would sometimes get with them positions are you'll get the heavier boots because they're looking for more control or more um, passing accuracy whereas the wider players tend to want light boots because they can just help accelerate it's just for pace and they're just looking for that speed and that's where boots now have kind of adapted their production so some boots will be based on your touch on striking on being light so it's easier for you to run on whereas some boots the puma kings um the copa mondiales they're old school and they're heavy but if you're playing in center midfield and you're not looking for that explosive pace then you're looking for a touch they're the best ones when it comes to control so it's not position based it's just more for what is your super skill so if your super skill is your speed you're going to want the lightest pair of boots that are out and all the different brands, Nike, Adidas, New Balance, all these different brands, Puma, have boots specifically built for speed or for touch control. So it's not position-based, it's more what is your super skill? What are you looking to get from them? Cool. And laceless and sock boots, you know, there's so many different options. Is it about the look or is there some kind of science to it you know like my my other half he often says oh the sock boots are good because they support your ankles and things like that is there anything more than just the look with laceless and sock boots they're not to get them on <laughs> yeah with the sock and the sockless boots there isn't really any science or facts behind it it really is just down to look what is neymar mbappe ronaldo messi wearing and some players have the sock, some players don't. And it's just the look. It depends on what these players feel comfortable wearing. And normally it's whatever the top four or five players of the world are wearing. That's what every child wants to wear. So I think every mum listening is going to want me to ask this question, Dan. Uh, laces get undone all the time. The amount of times you'll see the players out there and they're running and laces undone and nobody can help them. Some of these kids and sometimes, well, most of the time, there's nothing we can do but on look. Is there a trick or is there a way of trying or getting those laces to stay done up throughout the whole match? I've, now I've, like I said, I've been in professional football for 18 years. I've worked with professional athletes and now my son's been playing football for the last four or five years. So I've worked from one end to the other. And unfortunately, there is no secret. There oh, is man. No, they brought out, I know, they brought out the boots that were laceless and they're just so difficult to put on. 
So where you think you've got it sorted, there's no laces, just put them on. It takes about 20 minutes to put them on. Yep. Um, so it really is... I mean, you tried it where you tie it around the ankle, you tie it under the boot, double bow, triple bow, and it's literally, it, it's potluck because some games you'll have it where you won't need to do their lace up. Whereas other times it's every five minutes and no matter how many times you double, triple knot it, yeah, there isn't a trick, unfortunately. Oh, you've broken my heart. <laughs> I know, I've yeah, I've had them Sunday mornings where it's, yeah, running over again. The coaches that are just down on one knee all the time and double knotting yeah <laughs> and the younger the the kids are or the younger the player the worse it is isn't it honestly it yeah it dies out the older once they're sort of past 12 13 they kind of realize how to tie it but until then it's them the coaches on one knee or the parent or another player and it's yeah it's a tiring process it is there's so many parents, carers that are on the sideline, take their, are the taxi drivers for the children and taking them to training, to matches. And that there's no education for it. And some of the boots, sometimes you can spend so much money on a pair of boots and it won't even last them a season because of how much their feet grow and how big their feet get. So what you're doing, massive round of applause. That was football coach Dan Evans talking there. So remember, footy.com for all your price comparisons. And don't forget, Black Friday's around the corner. This is the Raising the Game podcast. Thanks for listening to our first ever episode. And we'd love to hear from you too. If there's something you want answers to, let us know. Email us at hello at raisingthegame.org or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you like what you're hearing, make sure you subscribe and please tell your mummy friends too. Until next time. Bye.